Welcome to Hashtag Love Yourself. I'm your host, Jesse Jobson, and I'm going to guide you on your personal journey towards self-love. Hi, my beautiful souls. Welcome back to Hashtag Love Yourself. This is Jesse Jobson, and on today's episode, we're going to talk about boundaries. Um, and we're going to talk about what um, rigid boundaries are, what a lack of boundaries are, and what healthy boundaries look like. And we're going to talk about how to set boundaries and why it's so important for us to do that. Okay, let's dive in. So first thing, personal boundaries are just the limits and the rules that we set for ourselves within our relationships that keep us feeling safe and happy. It's that kind of like inner guidance that that says yes or no to stuff. So I know that it's really common for a lot of people to to say things or do things that maybe deep down inside they don't really necessarily want to do. I know I'm super guilty of that. Um, and it's because most likely because of the way we're raised, but also in society, it's a really big um, way to upbring people is to be selfless, right? So we teach our children and um, essentially you know, our culture becomes this on a large level is that we should always share even when you don't want to, right? Um, that you should, you know, do put others first, all these kind of things. Well, with that mentality and that mindset of selflessness, we end up not being able to listen or not being able to hear or not even just spending time to check in on if we really, um, are able emotionally and capable and want to say yes um, to things, right? So that is um, our kind of our inner guidance, our inner compass um, that tells us, you know, is this right for me? And we turn that that noise off and we just start um, going on autopilot. I know for me personally, um, um, one of my big habits that I used to do that now I'm working really hard on is if anybody would ask me on anything, like it didn't matter what it was, you know, it could be a small favor, it could be a big favor, but, um, I would start with like immediately, it was like, almost like I would vomit on them, like the yes. And it was just so like ingrained and on autopilot that like people would ask me to do something and I would just, yes, without even checking in with myself. So with learning these boundaries, I have understood that, you know, take time, to pause and like actually think, is this something I really want to do? Is this really um, best for me? Like, do I have the resources, the ability um, to be able to do this? Does it make me feel comfortable to do this? Do I really want to do this, right? And um, I know that might sound really basic, but it's something that we have lost, most people have lost over time of people pleasing. And so that's why boundaries are super duper helpful because it helps keep you in that space where you feel comfortable, where you feel in control of yourself, where you um, feel like you're on the right direction for yourself, right? And nobody knows that besides you. You're the only person that can tell yourself which direction you need to be going for your life. Um, and, and knowing what you should know the best out of anybody, what makes you feel safe um, and the things that you want to do. So, um, Let's go over the different kinds of boundaries and like the different types of behavior that fit into those categories. Um, this will kind of help people discover like where, what, what type of boundaries that you have for yourself. Um, so there's obviously like a spectrum, just like on anything, right? Of like where we want to be. Um, someone with no boundaries, but we'll start with them. 
So when we, they call it porous boundaries or enmeshed boundaries, um, those people will overshare personal information. I'm super guilty of that. Um, they just, they're like, I'm an open book. And they just tell people, you know, their deepest, darkest secrets. Um, but the scary thing with that is that if you haven't built a foundation with someone and you haven't built um, a trustworthy like relationship with them, like you're giving people power, right? With your personal information and your deepest, darkest secrets, you're giving people power to do things with that, right? And and essentially it gives them power to hurt you, technically, right? Because, you know, some things that are super personal, it's not really, um, especially it's kind of like tunnel vision. Like you can, if someone just were to explain one thing about you that you, like a secret you told without knowing your background, without knowing your history, without knowing like lots about you, it might seem like crazy and weird and like, Ooh, what the heck? Right. But if they knew all the details leading up to it, which they wouldn't, you know, if someone was just gossiping about you, they would only know that little piece that someone was giving them. So that's why it's really important to keep that stuff sacred, right? To keep yourself not necessarily too closed off where you don't give anybody any personal information or any details once you're in an intimate relationship, but keeping that, um, you know, in line with, you know, if you have a foundation of a healthy relationship where you've built trust, where you've, you've built like a long-term, you know, respect for one another and that it would just be out of the ordinary for that person to go ahead and do those things, right? To go ahead and like release your information to the wild. And <laughs> um, the next thing is if you have poor um, boundaries or a lack of boundaries, you have difficulty saying no to others um, and their requests. And this is another one that I struggled in for many years where I would always just like, like I told you, I would just say yes on the spot instead of like actually thinking about it and being like, do I really want to do this? Do I really want to go to that party? Do I really want to hang out with that person? Um, and I think as a culture, like, you know, it is rude, right? Like you think about it, if someone asks you to go do hang out, and then you just say like, no, I don't want to. Like, then the person's like, well, you don't like me? Like, you know, so so I think socially it's like kind of ingrained that we do say yes to everything. But as a healthy person, and I think as you get older, you start to realize that it's not your responsibility to make everybody feel the way that they need to feel inside themselves, right? Because a healthy person will be able to accept a no um, and know that it has nothing to do with them. It's not a reflection of them. It's, you know, more of just like maybe you're just not emotionally available to hang out that night or whatever it might be, right? Um, next is over involved with other people's problems. So if you're the type of person that always wants to hear the gossip, if you are always, um, you know, people are always leaning on you to like be in the mix of like what, you know, is going on with them, all their issues and their, their troubles, then that is a sign of like, you have porous boundaries too. I remember this one girl was talking when I was listening to YouTube, YouTube videos about um, boundaries. And she said that, you know, her sister would just call her, her sister who she loved dearly would call her for every single issue. Like it'd be like small or big, right. But she would call her sister every time I have to tell her about it. And finally the, you know, the woman had to tell her sister, you know, I don't want to, I emotionally don't even have the strength to like you know, someday I have a bad day. I can't just sit there and listen to your problems every day. It's just not okay. You know, so those, so don't be involved with people's problems too much. There's here or there, you can be there for your friends and support people, but if it gets obsessive or if you're in a lot of people's issues and problems, that's a sign too that, you know, you need to put boundaries there because it's not healthy for you to be dealing with everybody's lower energy and turmoil, right? That's their growth. That's their medicine that they need to like follow up and, and deal with. 
Next is dependent on the opinions of others. I'm super guilty of this one too, because, um, you know, I used to really care what everybody else thought of me. Now, as I'm growing older, I realize like it doesn't really matter because actually everybody's perception is really a reflection of them um, and has a lot less to do with you than you really think. So um, don't allow what people think to um, be such a deterrent, right? Like, and that's where the boundaries come in is like, maybe you're making decisions based off of like, Oh, I don't want them to think that I'm a bad person. So I'm going to like be super nice to them. I remember I would do that all the time. If someone was rude to me, I would then just react by like running towards them with like so much love. I was just going to shower them with love. Right. Because I didn't want them to think I was a bad person. Like, Oh, Oh, you're going to be mean to me. Well, I'll show you how good of a person I am. I'm going to stick it out and I'm going to be the nicest person you ever met. Well, really that's, um, like a trading, like it's like, it's betraying yourself, right? Because when someone's unhealthy to you, it doesn't do you or them any good to enable or participate in that kind of behavior, right? So make sure that you're not um, being nice to people to win the good graces and the positive opinions of others because it shouldn't matter what they think of you. Um, another porous boundary is accepting of abuse and disrespect. Again, this is something that I now have recognized through all of this research um, that we've been doing is that, um, you know, it, it, you end up in these cycles, right? And if you really accept you know, people like, you know, it's different to give allowance for people, like, especially if they go through a hard time, right? Someone can go through a hard time that doesn't give them the right to bash onto you just because they're going through a hard time. But if that does happen, you know, like once or whatever, that's okay, right? Like we'll give people grace. We give people empathy, but when it becomes um, a habitual, an act, um, you have to put a boundary and say, is this something I really want in my life? Do I want people talking down to me and disrespecting me? Do I want people to constantly be lying to me um, and not being able to be truthful with me in, in my relationships? Things like that, right? Um, where you need to have, you step back and say, is this what I want? Is this the type of relationship that I want to hold? Do I, do I uh, take the other person out of it and just make it like they're like, they have a no face, like, in general, do I want to be treated this way? And if that's a no, right? If that doesn't feel good to be treated that way, then um, there needs to be a boundary there to keep you feeling safe in your relationships. Um, a person with porous boundaries, it has a fear of rejection if they do not comply with others. And this was another thing that I was super guilty of. It was like, um, I would watch people, you know, um, they would be abusive or whatever for so long. And then um, if I stood up for myself, um, and I, you know, would say, Hey, like I can't, and if I would put a boundary out there, I would notice that I would lose people in my life. And so the last few years when I started to get healthier and healthier and I started to put better boundaries and say, Hey, you know, it wasn't really fair for this to go on in the relationship or just didn't feel good to me. Can we talk about it? Um, I, you know, I watched people walk out and, um, I'll never forget when I was listening to this one psychologist talk, she said, if you are going to wait around for the people in your life to be, um, okay with you setting boundaries, you'll be waiting around for the rest of your life because people are not going to want you to be stronger and to be healthier because they've been receiving for so long this version of you, right? That is unhealthy and that allows them to do whatever they want and maybe suck the energy out of you. So when you finally put a stop to that and you create these new boundaries, just expect that people are going to get upset and that's okay because the people that are meant to stay will stay and everything will simmer out over time. And initially it might be uncomfortable. Well, it not might, it will be uncomfortable, right? 
Um, but the healthier the person is, the healthier they will react to your boundary and the, um, the less healthy, you know, the more dramatic um, the boundary will, the more drama the boundary will cause. But just know that sometimes even, you know, that boundary, it, even though there's drama in the beginning, doesn't mean you're going to lose the person forever. Sometimes that's all they need to like, you know, recognize health for themselves too and recognize, okay, this is where the direction I want to go for me too. So don't let that deter you from setting the boundaries. Okay, then you can be on... Um, the, you know, the middle, the balanced part, the place of where we want to be with the healthy boundaries. And that type of person is going to value their own opinions. They're going to, um, they're not going to compromise values for others. Like that's just not a thing for them. They're going to uh, share personal information in an appropriate way and not too much, not too little. It's just like as much as the relationship has built a foundation, you know, um, then they're going to know their personal wants and their needs and can communicate those to people. And we'll go over more on that in how to set the boundaries um, and accepting when others could say no to them. So they're going to know because they're setting boundaries for themselves. They're going to know, oh, hey, I just had a boundary for someone for them to feel safe and um, stable and happy and in control of their own life. This is a boundary that they need for themselves. So I'm going to respect that. Right. And that's what a healthy person would do. Um, and one way that I like to think of this whole thing is, is like, um, I always give the analogy of everybody being their own like little snowflake, right? So we're all each individuals We're there's no one that could replicate, like we're, there's no one that is us and that's experienced life just like us. We're all that unique, right? There's no one else like us in the world and no one else can see the world and experience the world just like us because nobody is us. So since we're that like unique and there's no like duplicates, right? Um, there's people that are similar, but there's no duplicates. Um, since that's the case, like all of our boundaries are going to be so unique to us. And that's why it's important to like respect people's boundaries. And that's why boundaries are so important because nobody can teach you your boundaries. Only you can do that because nobody's you, right? So that's important to remember when you're trying to live out these healthy boundaries. Then on the other side of the spectrum where we don't want to be as well is the rigid boundaries. And this is a person that's going to avoid intimacy and close relationships, most likely because they've been burnt by other people, right? Um, they just get tired and they get fed up and they don't want to deal with it, right? So they put everybody to keep them out at an arm's length. Um, that, that's not healthy um, because, you know, we didn't come down to the earth to just be alone. We came down to the earth to experience and play this earthly game with other people. Um, those relationships feed and fuel us and feed and fuel our purposes. So we need to allow to be intimate and close with other people. Um, and then the next rigid boundary um, sign is someone who's unlikely to ask for help. So if you think that you have to take care of everything on your own, um, and you can never ask anyone else for help and you can always be helping people, but no one else is allowed to help you. That's a sign that you have rigid boundaries because you don't trust anybody and there's some trust issues there and there's a wound there that needs to be healed. So that's something to think about. This type of person has very few close relationships. They might have like just a few set of friends and those are the only people that they trust, but everybody else is no good and they can't, you know, um, they can't allow new people into their lives to come and go. And so that's one to one of the things, one of the signs of being a rigid boundary holder. 
um, being very protective of personal information. You know, once you've gotten past that timeline and, you know, made that, you know, um, foundation within a relationship with someone, um, it's okay to, to exchange information. And, you know, I mean, obviously you're going to have your own boundary for people, um, based on trust and things like that. But like, if you have that trust and you have that foundation and it's positive, there's no reason why you can't be sharing that information with each other. Right. Um, may seem detached or even, um, may seem detached even with romantic partners. So this is the type of person that, you know, you try and try and try, but you can't get too close to them. Um, keeps others at a distance to avoid possibility of rejection. So this is, you know, like, um, fear of people not accepting you. So you don't let people in all the way and you don't let people, even though they, you guys have spent, you know, years building a foundation, you just keep them. Um, on the outside and you, you allow them to open up their, you know, themselves and give you their information about them. But then when it comes to your turn, you act like that you can't do that and they're not good enough for that. So, um, now that we've gone over like the types of bound or the type of people that hold, like if you hold rigid boundaries, if you hold lack of boundaries or how, what it looks like to have boundaries, um, just remember that that just like the spectrum we talked about, um, you could fit into like, so there's different, you know, obviously you have different relationships. You have like home relationships, you have intimate relationships, you have work relationships, you have family, you know, dynamic relationships. So different relationships, you could be maybe really healthy at home, right? And have really good boundaries with the people at home, but at work you have really unhealthy boundaries. So just know that it doesn't mean that just because you're, you're good in one area that you can't improve in another or vice versa. Like if you're really horrible at ones with friends, maybe you're really good with your family members, who knows? Um, that's just up for you, but just remember it does, it's not like across the board type rule. It's, um, every, and it might be relationship to relationship for some people. Like maybe like you're really good with one, one sibling. You have a really good, healthy relationship because you've sat or set healthy boundaries, but then you have another re uh, relationship with a different sibling. And so it's a still sibling to sibling, right? relationship, but for some reason you can't set those boundaries. So, um, and you just have health unhealthy ones. So just make sure to look at it across the board, take it relationship by relationship. Um, when you're looking at this stuff for yourself, um, and, and that'll be really important. And just, I think the biggest sign for knowing your boundaries is just knowing where health is right. And where like you thrive and where things feel good. Um, that'll be your flag to know if these boundaries are in place or not. So let's go in how to set the boundaries. The first thing that is so important to know is how to know yourself. So that's step number one. We can't really expect um, to set boundaries if we don't know where we're going, who we are, how we want to be treated by others and what we're not going to tolerate. There's no way for us to set boundaries without that. Right. And I think that that actually is probably one of the biggest uh, problems with people not setting healthy boundaries and having like uh, porous boundaries for themselves is because of the fact that they don't know themselves well enough. Right. So we go into the world, you know, we come in and, you know, we're living in these, you know, family, these childhood dynamics with our families. And then we get to this like teenage stage, which is crazy in itself. Like we're going through hormones and just like learning things and we're trying to find ourselves. Right. But then 
sometimes finding ourselves isn't so easy, right? And it's not just a like, oh, you're 18 and here you go, you know yourself, right? For me, at least, I didn't really know my, myself until I was about 35. And I don't think that's uncommon. Like, you know, a lot of people, I hear a lot of people talking about they didn't really even know their careers. Like, yeah, they might have gone to college, all those things, but they didn't really know, know really what they wanted, what their goals were for their life, all those things until they were, you know, like late 20s, you know, mid 30s, that kind of age range. I feel like that's really super common. Um, and so just knowing those things and having like understanding of those, because once you understand yourself, once you really truly know yourself, you'll know what you want, right? And when you know what you want, you then you can start to request to uphold those things within yourself. Then you can hear that compass that says yes or no, right? Like, do I really want to do this? Well, does this fit in line with where I'm going in life, right? No. Does this person treat me the way that, you know, feels good to me? Because, you know, I, I value myself. Then no, then, you know, you got to set the boundary, right? Then exit. Okay, so... So, and then one thing to think about too is that since we are constantly evolving over time, our boundaries and things that we want to say yes or no to are going to change over time. So just because, you know, at one point in your life, um, something feels comfortable for you and you enjoy it, or that is like your direction, that doesn't mean that over time it's not going to change, right? We evolve, we change, we grow, we step into new places, new energy, um, just know that that is going to change your boundaries and it's okay to to reset boundaries in your relationships. Like I said, the people that are meant to stay, that bound, those boundaries are going to, you know, really set a tone for them too. It's not just you and it's healthy. And I think that actually, honestly, to tell you the truth, I know for sure that children love boundaries, whether they say it verbally, you know, they're not going to speak it out verbally. I love boundaries, right? But when you do that, it's it feels good to them because it feels like safety. It feels like security because you're doing you're amplifying an, ex an example of like health and happiness and like, you know, um, you know, being of what they have, like kind of like, um, it's almost like not comfort, it's the wrong word, but a structure, right? Um, so that feels good to them, right? So I know for sure that that is some, something super important in children. And I think that it's um, like feels good in other relationships too, right? And it shows a good example. Okay, so the step two after knowing yourself and really knowing like what you want is to pause, right? And this doesn't have to take too long. Sometimes if like you've been having like a habitual problem for a long time, you might need to pause a little bit longer. But like, I think it's really important to take a second because our societies have trained us so well to like just regurgitate the people pleasing, right? So pause and then you know, give yourself that minute to think, right? Like, especially if it's like a request over text, that's a really good place to start. If someone asks you over text something, a request, pause for a second. Don't reply for that second. You have a minute, right? Obviously, if it's a verbal communication, it's a little harder because you're like, hold on, let me pause for a second. Don't look at me. Don't look at me while I decide if I really want to do that. <laughs> but I think that pausing is gets you into good practice. Um, I know for me, like I told you before, is that, um, so recently someone asked me over text something and I just did 
I like replied, yeah, I'll do it, you know? And then I recognized like, do I really want to be doing that? That's not really like healthy behavior for me anymore. No, I don't really want to be doing that. So then I had to reply back to them and say, Hey, I know I said yes, but I'm trying to set healthy boundaries. And they were all for it. They were like, Oh my gosh, yes, totally this. Thank you. Thank you for being honest. You know? So it was a really good way for me to learn. Like I, I need to be saying what I mean. Okay, step number three, get comfortable with others potentially being uncomfortable. So just like we talked about before, not everybody's going to be in a spot where they're going to be accepting of your new boundaries because they have lived with you being a specific way for so long that they're just like, like, oh, this like, you know, bothers me. Like now I have to do something different. Now I have to react in a different way. So give them that grace, give them that space, but also don't, don't let it make you go back and change your behavior and change your boundary because that's not uh, loving yourself when you're setting boundaries. And then you, you know, when someone gets upset about your boundary, then you go back on it. That's betraying yourself. That's not okay. Do you need to follow through with what you desire? What is best for you? That's who this is about. Everybody else is secondary. Um, so yeah, and then so number four, so once you have prepared yourself that someone might not react positively, um, then you need to create and communicate your boundary. So this is, boundaries kind of get a little tricky and there was some really good advice by a psychologist um, who talked about the pitfalls of uh, boundaries and what those look like. And so I'm gonna kind of go over the pitfalls before we talk about like, the good things to make sure to do. So um, one thing to remember is that a true boundary is changing your own behavior. So we're not changing the other person and their behavior, right? Because that's really impossible. And that's like kind of a negative pitfall to think that we can actually be changing everybody else around us. We are going to react differently that allows things in or not in our experience. So for example, let's say, right, you have a person in your life, like maybe a girlfriend or a boyfriend or whatever, that keeps calling you while you're at work, right? And you decide, I don't want someone calling me at work. I don't want personal calls at work because I might get fired, like it doesn't feel good, blah, 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 right? So um, the pitfall is to think that the request is the boundary, telling them, don't call me at work. That's not the boundary, okay? That's the request because you want no um, calls at work. The boundary is that you don't want to take any personal calls at work, okay? So you don't need the other person to comply. Like, they can call you all you want. You don't need to pick up the phone, okay? So, um that's the thing to think about is that really a lot of the times we think that we have to change someone else's behavior or how to protect ourselves from it. But really we're in control more than we think that we are. So just like the calling thing, um, there was another really good example that the psychologist talked about. And she said, um, she talked about, okay, so let's say you're playing a board game with someone else. Like let's say for example, a child, right? You're playing a board game with a child and the child starts cheating. 
okay and you can tell they're cheating and you don't really prefer it and it just like feels icky and it just it kind of like ruins the sense of the game and you just don't feel good about it and you don't want you don't you don't want to play a game with someone who cheats right so in that example so you could request right you could say like um oh i if you're gonna cheat i'm not gonna play with you anymore okay but the psychologist talked about how that actually is kind of more manipulative and controlling than you really want to be because um, once we do that, we kind of put up like we put tension in the wrong places with with that request. And then it also kind of makes it up for like them to be on the defense. Right. And them to like kind of come at us in a different way. So words, so another myth is that words set the boundaries, which is actually not true. It's our actions that are the boundaries. So instead of telling the other person, I don't want to, you know, like, I'm not going to play with you if you cheat, right? Then instead of that, just removing yourself from the game and saying, sorry, but I, I don't play with people. I don't play this game with people that want to cheat with, you know, on the game. Like, I just don't do it. That's my personal boundaries that I don't do it. And so you've stopped your behavior, has nothing to do with that person's behavior. And you have come to terms with that you're just not going to play games with people who cheat. Does that make sense? Instead of requesting, because nine times out of 10, when you request, oh, I'm not going to play with you if you cheat, they're going to lie to you. Oh, yeah, I'm not cheating. And then, you know, you're going to, it's going to like, you're going to stumble. So instead, just change your behavior, which is the boundary. And people um, start understanding pretty quick, right? Um, it's your actions, not your words. Um, so focus on what you can change about your own behavior and just make it about that. Um, I think that the, is, that was like probably the best advice that I learned through this whole experience was that it's really not about, like, I always thought the boundary was, like, um, communicating it verbally to someone else, like, oh, do this, right? Like, I want you to do this. And that's not the boundary. It's you changing your behavior um, so that they can, they're not allowed to do that, right? Um, okay. And so then the, the advice for how to communicate your boundaries, if we are communicating them verbally, right? Like, if you're in relationships, um, another way the psychologist um, talked about it was she was talking about, you know, like, let's just say you're on the phone with like, you know, a family member or a parent or something, and they start talking about um, something that makes you feel uncomfortable, or it's really inappropriate for you to be talking about it with your parent. Um, you can just say, uh, yeah, I am uncomfortable talking about that with you. Um, so if, you know, we can either stop talking about that and talk about something else, or I'm just going to get off the phone. So again, you're saying that you're going to change your behavior if that continues, right? Um, so they say that it's best really to like handle things in the moment. Obviously, if they're, um, if you've had like a lifelong history where you have just been someone who allows abusive behavior or things like that, and it doesn't come naturally, obviously, like I said, taking that time to pause will be really beneficial for you. So maybe like at first it's going to kind of be like, you know, bumpy, right? It's not going to be that quick in the moment that you can just think on your feet, right? It might make you a little bit nervous. But um, they say that in best scenarios, it's the sooner the better. Because the longer that you go, the more time that it has to actually be the behavior that you don't want it to be. And so like they talk about how like in the very beginning of the school year, if the teacher has like these 
these boundaries, like this is what goes on in the class. She can like tailor, it's easy to tailor those back and say, oh, okay, you know what? We're actually going to do this, you know, less, less enforced rules. But if you don't have those set in the beginning, it's really hard to like do stronger rules later. They always talk about with people. It's really hard to like go backwards, right? Versus forwards. Um, so make it brief. Um, don't explain. You don't need to explain why, right? Like you don't need to tell people why you're setting the boundary. And um, when you do that, too much explaining will make people think like, oh, this is up for debate. Oh, this is something I can argue them about, right? This is something I can berate them about. This is something I can be abusive to them about. And it's not. A boundary is, like I said, your behavior that you need to do to stop whatever you're like, to say yes or no to whatever is happening. Um, and that you do or you don't want, right? Um, be very specific about what you want, right? Or what you don't want. And then be respectful, obviously, like that's a no brainer. And I think like anybody listening to these videos is probably a like loving, kind hearted person anyways, they're wanting to better themselves. So you're probably 100% of the time respectful anyways. So I don't think that you have a problem with this if you're listening to this podcast or watching this video. <laughs> Um, ask yourself, why do you need, um, changes? So that's the thing is like, I think it, you get really like, we get wrapped up into doing things that we don't want to do. And then we wonder why we feel bad. Right. So kind of ask, ask yourself, why am I doing this? Like, why do I need this boundary? Why do I need this change? I think that'll kind of kind of bring you back to the source of like, you know, what really is important for this boundary. Like, so it doesn't get meshed up in, you don't get meshed up in trying to like control something that's not really the objective. Does that make sense? So that you're really focusing in on your own self. Like, I don't want to do this because I want to feel more independent and more free versus like, um, I don't want to be restricted. Right. So, you know, like playing that of like asking like the depth of what the source really is, I think it will help you discover um, for when you're setting that boundary with someone else. And then, you know, just communicating what you need um, is really important. And then the next step after you've done all that is enforcing your boundaries. And this is probably the hardest, the going to be the hardest step out of all of them, right? Because... I think that when, once you've like lived so long behaving a specific way, like I said, there's going to be certain people that are actually going to like want to push back to see like, Oh, are you serious? Are you really serious? You're going to act this way in the relationship that you're really going to do this like new way of living. Let's try, let's push you. Let's see. Right. I have someone like that right now in my life who constantly like my new boundaries, like I set them and they test me and they are like, Oh, really? Are you going to really do that? Okay. Let's, let's see, let's put it into action. <laughs> you know, they don't say that. Right. But that's what their energy is doing right to me. And so you just have to know that like, that it's really important. Like it's really sticking up for yourself and really loving yourself and caring for yourself when you first off, when you figure out your boundary, right. And you figure out what you really want, but then really standing up for it and upholding it and putting consequences in place. So maintaining and enforcing these boundaries are essentially consequences. Like, so if, for example, like the phone thing, like let's say you told someone, um, I'm no longer going to be taking calls during my business hours because I don't want to jeopardize my job any longer. And, um, I don't want to be taking calls during my business hours. 
and then you don't, but that person habitually calls you and like, is just like rude and mean, right? Um, obviously your behavior is the change and the boundary to not pick up the call. But instead of, you know, if someone is continually like doing that and they know, and you've had, like, you've already talked to them and you've like expressed why it's important to you, um, you know, setting that boundary of like, a consequence of like, you know, like blocking their number. Like you don't need that in your life. You don't need someone who's going to constantly disrespect you and abuse you in that way. And that is one of the, the poorest boundaries. Remember the people that are, you're like, if you're accepting of constant abuse and negative behavior, that is a lack of a boundary, right? You don't need to deal with someone like that. Someone who loves you and who is healthy for you will want to um, you know, be respectful of you and what you want and what you need and what you need to feel safe. Um, so one of the biggest things that they talked about with, um, enforcing boundaries and things like that is remember that we ourselves have trained others how to treat us. So however people are treating you, it's because you've trained them that way, because you have either given in when you meant to say no, and you said yes anyways, right? Um, your behavior and the way that you allow them into your life, you're the gatekeeper. You did that. That doesn't mean that you sit there and dwell in guilt and like shame on yourself, right? That's not what that's for. But I, I think it's important to take that responsibility and remember like they didn't just have that power without you allowing them to have that power. Okay. So one of the things that can be really helpful when you, let's say you have a really important relationship, right? Maybe it's like your partner, maybe it's your mom or dad or, you know, family member or something that's super important to you. You don't want to lose that relationship. You don't want to warp that relationship. You don't want to make problems for yourself or the other person, right? Um, since you don't want to do that, um, then, you know, one, one thing that you can do that's a secret weapon is you can apologize you know, beforehand, before setting the boundary. And this one gal, she did so good. Let me, I wrote it down because it was so good. She talked about um, the apology that you can give to people, right? And you can just say like, I owe you an apology. I have made you think that I don't have boundaries and I've said yes to you when I needed to say no. I set something in motion that doesn't work for me. And I set everyone up to believe that I can handle everything um, on my own and that it was my ego, my inner child that needed to feel powerful. So I tried to be everything that I needed for everyone else and I forgot to be it for myself. Um, so if you couldn't see where my boundaries were because I didn't make it clear, this is my new chapter of my life. This is where I want to love myself and you more and, and I want to do it in healthy ways. So I'm going to make my boundaries clear from here on out. And this is part, this is me doing that. And I love you. Right. So like that, that apology, like what a beautiful tribute to like this whole boundary thing. So if you have someone in your life that you know is going to just take this boundary stuff really hard, that might be something to like handle them with baby gloves and like love and care. Right. And if you don't have the confidence to say it to their face, just remember that your energy, like saying it to their, like, like to me, like closing your eyes during meditation and saying it to their soul and like just letting that energy come out of you to them, even if they're not in front of you, will be really powerful, I believe. And then um, don't go back on, like I said, don't go back on your boundaries. It sends the wrong message. It sets you up for abuse in your life. Um, and then just time allow their relationship to settle. And, you know, like when these boundaries are set, if you haven't had healthy boundaries in the past, you know, it'll be rigid, but just allow 
everything to play out, trust the process, and um, it's beautiful. So with all that said, um, I do want to end you guys with a beautiful quote that I found about boundaries because I thought this was just per so perfect. Um, the quote goes, boundaries are about knowing that what you have within you is so valuable that you will not allow others to hurt it. And I feel like that really just sums up the importance of boundaries. So thank you so much for joining me today on this episode about boundaries. Um, it's a beautiful piece of healing, and I hope that you can put this information into your life and become the most beautiful, healthy version of you and start loving yourself. All right. Have a great, wonderful day. Take care. Bye.